Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela, and today I have Brittany from Essential Endeavors here again. Hi. Hello. It's been a little while since I've been on the podcast, though. I I've know. I was trying to think. Was that season one or season two? I don't remember. Oh, that was season, season one. That was season one. Wow. That was season one back in the day. I know. <laughs> it was a long time ago. That was when you first started a YouTube channel. Yeah, time flies. That was back like 2020, pandemic yeah. time too. Yeah, girl, time yeah. flies. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so anyway, Brittany's here again, and uh, we are going to talk about live selling because things have changed since the last episodes that have come out about live selling, the one we had with Ashley, the one we had with Heather, and we've kind of talked about it here and there with others um, that have come on. But before we get into all of that, we have lots of new listeners since season one. So why don't you introduce yourself to everyone? Give a little backstory. How you going to read something like all that? Well, thank you. I appreciate you inviting me back on. When you texted me, I was like, yay, Daniela. <laughs> um, it was fun. Um, well, hello, you guys. Thank you for having me on. My name is Brittany. Um, and my name, I guess, in the reselling world is Essential Endeavors. Endeavors with a U. Um, I actually don't have any, like, typical social media, but I am on YouTube. Um, I'm probably a YouTuber that you've seen one of those videos, but you just don't know my name yet. <laughs> You're like, I've seen one of her reseller videos, but I just don't what's your name again? I've gotten that a lot. <laughs> I'm like, that's totally fine. I'm, I, I got to work on my consistency. Um, but I am on YouTube, Central Endeavors. I do make reselling, thrifting, um, entertaining content on there. I'm not super how-to and, and, um, and super on the businessy side anymore. That's kind of how I started, like with a bunch of how-tos and tutorials. But now it's more like entertainment, like thrift halls, come thrift with me. Um, and then just, we'll see where, where the future takes me with that. Um, but I have been a reseller, oh gosh, officially since 20, since summer of 2019. What year is it? I don't even know. 2022, 2022. <laughs> Listen, I had this conversation last time on here. I was like, oh. I don't even know what day of the week it is. Never mind if things happened in 2019 or last year. I just don't know anymore. I wake up and I go to sleep and just <laughs> rinse and repeat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess I've been officially a reseller for three and a half years, officially like with clothing and shoes. Um, but I was unofficially reselling since I I think it was 2013 since like Mer I actually started on Mercari mm. um obviously things change I just try different things I'm not like super set in stone like one way or the highway um I just kind of fluctuate as the times go um I started on Mercari and then I integrated into eBay I was on Mercari and eBay for a while then I tried Poshmark Poshmark did well um, and then eBay sucked. <laughs> so then I was just on Poshmark and Mercari for a while. Um, and then Mercari started sucking. And then I want to try eBay again. So now I'm on Poshmark and eBay, but now eBay's sucking again. <laughs> now, and now I'm just pretty much just Poshmark. And now I'm doing live selling. And that's been um, amazing. Absolutely um, amazing. I want to say when I first met you, you had just really found Poshmark. That was like, mm -hmm. it was kind of like a part of your life. And you were like, okay, I'm going to test this out and see how it goes. And you've definitely evolved over the years since I've known oh. you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's Brittany. Brittany's awesome. Go follow her on YouTube. She creates really Thanks, great guys. videos. I Thank do you. enjoy it. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, I guess let's start with how the evolution of reselling has really been, never mind the last year, but the last six months, because I feel um, I feel like in general, the last two to three years has been an adjustment period for everyone with everything that happened in the world, but like it really changed our perspective on what sells, how it sells, where we should sell things, 
where can we make the most money and spend the less time? Like there's a lot of things that have happened, but over the last six months with this, um, I don't want to say a push to live selling because live selling has been around for a long time in other countries and other platforms. It's new to us in the community, in the clothing community. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, in theory, it's always existed on eBay as a regular auction. Um, what were your thoughts when you first heard about live selling? First of all, oh. how did you hear about it? Because you're not on Instagram. So how did you hear about it? Oh, yes. Yeah, you guys. Weird. I'm a black sheep. I haven't been yeah. on Instagram since 2016. I have some people like, that's your Instagram. I can't find you. I'm like, girl, I am not on there. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> um, but so I heard about it. So actually, I heard about it this year. Um, so May. So if anybody doesn't know, my, my husband is in the army. So we move around a lot. We moved in May. We actually ended up moving twice within a month. That's a whole story. You can find it on my YouTube channel, but uh, we ended up moving twice within a month. That was hell. <laughs> that was hell. I can um, imagine. Basically, during that time is when whatnot started kicking off. Um, and then once things kind of settled down and I was like watching my YouTube videos again, I'm like, what is everybody talking about? Um, and I, I, I heard about it before from my friend, Josh, Harry Tornado, when he was doing like, you know, he does a lot of like hard good, like, like, yeah, uh, or, or car, like just, you know, just home goods. Like he does a lot of different items. Um, and I heard about it then, but I was like, oh, it's not what I do. It's not clothing and shoes. And then obviously that started kicking up in May. So once I kind of settled in, um, into our, our new life after our recent move, um, I looked into it. So I actually signed up for whatnot, um, I think mid June. And I started my first show at the very end of June. Um, and just cause I wouldn't be able to sell the clothing and, and shoes that I resell. And I started my first show. Uh, what, 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 wait, hold on. Let me make sure I'm stay on, staying on, uh, <laughs> on topic here. Cause I can go off on a tangent. That's how I heard about it. You that can keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. Sometimes I'm like squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> um, okay. So I heard about it and signed up. I was on whatnot by the end of June and I started, my first show was great. I think I did advertise on my community page on YouTube, but honestly, I really don't get that much traction from that. I think maybe 10 or 20 of like my very loyal, like viewers, like came and watched, um, cause they saw my community post. But other than that, like I'm not on on Instagram. I'm not, I'm honestly not very consistent with YouTube just because of the way my life is. So I'm not like some, somebody like, yes, I have a following, but it's not like a typical following or anything. Um, but the first show did well. I'm trying to think back to it. My gosh, it feels like a lifetime ago. Um, it went well and whatnot, there was a wave to it. And so I, um, I, liked it because I am um, comfortable on camera. Mm-hmm. Sorry if you hear my dogs working too. We have a new puppy. So sorry to you, like, you guys listening. <laughs> we like live. puppies barking here. We like distractions. It happens. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, um, I'm pretty, I'm comfortable being on camera and talking with people. And it actually was quite nice because I used to do live um, videos on, on YouTube mm-hmm. and um, I did like my reseller hangouts and I did lives um, on YouTube. So it was actually really nice to be able to reconnect with the community again. Um, and honestly, I got to kind of market my YouTube channel too, like with, um, people that were on whatnot, because, um, there was actually a really big reselling community on there. Um, and I've actually made 
um, a few friends from whatnot because I went in their shows like we clicked we vibed really well they came and like helped me in my shows like when there were requests it was a moderator I don't know if people are familiar but um and now I have like some really really good whatnot buddies like I met them via whatnot um but there definitely was a wave <laughs> to whatnot and I wrote it for as much as I could however my experience with whatnot was definitely not what was like glamorized like I think on typical social media or even on YouTube videos like I watched some and I you know people were selling out of their shows they were making thousands of dollars and that just was not the case for for me yeah. <laughs> um I mean but to be fair like still making a few hundred dollars in gross sales was phenomenal like compared to what I was making like on a daily basis so if I could knock something out in two to three hours and make a few hundred bucks like cool um but it I think I went on I didn't have like a super consistent schedule but I went on like on average, like two to three times a week, I'd be on for a few hours. Um, and each time, I think my best show ever maybe did around $500 for sales on whatnot. Um, but I don't think I've ever had a sold out show. So I, I think that's like a different, yeah. Um, but to be fair, like just because you don't have that doesn't mean you can't make money. Um, and it was like that for a while. So July and August was amazing. And then, um, um, I'm trying to think, I think it was through, it started fizzling out in like September. Um, and it just, it, it was like, I say fizzle, it kind of fizzled quick, kind of like one of those, like, <laughs> like, um, you know, during 4th of July when you light your firecracker and then like, <laughs> it's bright, it's burning for a long time. And then when it's out, it's like, oh, well, that's a bummer. <laughs> I, ha I have so um, many things, so many things I want to say. Um, okay. the first thing is, I think the reason why whatnot became so big in our community in that like June to August mark and why I felt like everyone was making so many sales and making so much money was because everything on all the other platforms was shit. <laughs> like, let's just be real. Poshmark <laughs> right. and eBay were dead because the general consumer wasn't consuming in those months worse True. than other years. So the people who were consuming on whatnot, the majority of them were us. Yeah. Yeah, they, it, I mean, it's true because I sourced a lot on whatnot. I still have a lot of items to get through. It was a great sourcing opportunity. I'm not going to lie. Like I have, yeah, I source I have made, things. I have made some, some, some great money from items that I sourced on whatnot. And I also made pretty good money too. Um, however, I think the downfall and why it fizzled so much is because like, it was just the reseller community on there. They don't really have enough organic buyers. Like, I they mean, exist. there's just not a lot. It's hard because like, I, like for me, I would, I would occasionally buy something for me, but that was like once in a blue moon as an organic buyer. I'm both a seller and a buyer, like on Poshmark too. Um, but I was primarily there sourcing, like sourcing goods because life was crazy at the time. I couldn't go out mm -hmm. and uh, thrift as much as I wanted to. So it was easier and convenient to get it back to my house. Um, but obviously there, <laughs> there's a downfall to that. Like you can't, I mean, resellers are like, okay, I have plenty of inventory. Like, sorry, like I, I can't keep buying right. from you. I've maxed um, out now I'm done. Like I can't spend mm -hmm. any more money. And I exactly. feel like that was the majority of what happened to a lot because, because I noticed it. Cause I would occasionally at first, like, I, I'll be honest. I've said this before on here. I haven't said it to you, Brittany, but I can't like live shows don't keep my attention. They just don't like it hmm. depends on the person. Yeah. Like I can I pay attention connect. for a, a period of time, but then I'm checked out. Like there's got to be something that really is like enticing me to stay. Maybe it's your personality. Maybe it's your delivery. There's something like that. 
Brittany and I were talking before we started recording, like things that distract me while, um, while live shows are going on and like how I think I would change things up if I were to do a live show. So mm -hmm. there it's, and it's a lot of it's a teaching style. A lot of it's just the style of the way that we talk, right. The way that we present our information, but I find it very difficult to focus. And I noticed as I was watching live shows, I would beep bop around to all these different shows, right? Like you're constantly clicking on different ones, maybe going back to another one to see if things changed up or whatever. And, and I think that's where you see a lot of sellers who maybe, um, I know, I know we've said that it doesn't necessarily matter what your following is, but really deep down, it kind of does matter what your following is in certain right. shows. Oh, right? girl. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes, like, it does. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that because I'm <laughs> sure Brittany has thoughts. Um, but, but an aspect, okay, if there's a organic buyer market that's already been developed, so posh shows, right? There's already this buyer market that's there. Right. Do I think your following matters on posh shows? No, I don't think it matters on posh shows. Very different. But on whatnot, on that specific platform in the clothing realm, I think it does matter. I don't think mm -hmm. it matters in collectibles. I don't think it matters in you know, some of the home goods stuff because mm -hmm. those markets have already been there and buyers know to go there. When it came to clothing, it was like, you could see the shows that would have lots and lots of people in it. And then you would see the shows where people had really good stuff, but there was maybe like 10 to 15 people and they weren't selling anything. And it was like this, like, I mean, the, the contrast was, it was wide. Sure, it yeah. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It was no, it really was. It, it, it really was. And I, and I felt that too, because I had a certain, I was, um, I'm a, I'm a morning bird and I was doing shows early in the morning and then, you know, people with big followings came on, they saw that there was, you know, people buying in the morning because my morning shows were doing really well. Um, and you know, people with big followings that come on and then there goes the entire audience because people knew it. I think the thing with whatnot too, is I think with their, they, I don't think they necessarily did the best job of marketing um, when they obviously did sponsorships with YouTubers um, that are resellers, their audience is resellers. They're not buyers yes. necessarily. Exactly. Um, so that's why there was such a big reseller community on whatnot. Um, and that's why that following situation was there. And then once, you know, resellers were tapped out, they were gone off of it. It fizzled out. So they need to really redirect um, their marketing towards organic buyers there. Um, but how do you and, do and, that when you've built the buyer base the way that you have? And I think this, and I, I always, day one when whatnot came out, they have a big problem on their hands because they haven't attacked this correctly from day one from the clothing aspect. You mm. went after resellers in their community, but their community are resellers. So how are you actually going to bring in organic buyers? And I've said this from day one, like they will never sustain the clothing market unless they change the way that they've marketed and brought people Forget. in and the way they sell. You need to change it. And yep. there's really no other way. Around. You can bring celebrities in. Sure. Like that's one way to do it, but your servers obviously can't handle that. So like right. you need to upgrade oh. everything that you're doing. So like, I, I think they can, I think they can do it. I just think that they really have to work backwards now and mm -hmm. kind of go all the way back to the beginning. 
And I mean, and honestly, I was, uh, when I heard about lifestyle, I'm like, that is just a great, it's a concept. I'm like, for me, for somebody that has like a, a, a live, a video persona, not a persona, like I am who I am. Because, like, if you know, like, I feel like I'm 99.9% .9 like honest and transparent. If you meet me in person, like I am the exact same person as I am online. Um, but like, because I'm so, um, I guess uh, I have just that personality that like I, I does well on video. Um, it was easier for me like with the, to do live selling. But I also, the, my biggest qualm, I'm like, the only reason why I didn't want to do it initially, I'm like, yes, I like it. But I'm like, the only thing that kind of took me aback was I don't, the one thing I love about reselling and, you know, before the whole life selling thing came about was that I didn't have to sell my items to people. I didn't have to pitch it. I didn't have to be a salesman because I hate that. Like as a consumer myself, I'm like, thank you. Like I can do my own research. I can figure out what I want. And then when I'm ready to buy, I will buy it. Like, I don't want to have to pitch my items to people. I don't want to have to upsell it to you. Um, and honestly, that's what my approach was with life selling was like, look, here are the items that I have. Like, I'm going to do like, this is what I have, but I'm not going to try to convince you to buy it. I cannot stand, I cannot stand live shows where they're like, bye, 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 $20 here, $25 here. Can I yeah. get a 32? I can't, I cannot do it. And if you're up in my face, I, I'm gone. I cannot do that sort of energy. I'm very like chill. Like, this is what I have. If you're interested, this is what I can start it at. Um, and I can get it shipped out the next day, but if not, no worries. I don't want you to feel pressured to buy anything because I don't ever expect people to like buy me out. And I don't, you know, if I sell something, it's a good day. Like if it's more than what my average, you know, before life selling, I was selling like whatever. I'm a part, I've been a part-time reseller for a long time. I actually recently went full-time a few months ago. Um, but my average a day was like, you know, three, three items a day, three to four items a day is what I would sell. Like as a part-time reseller was my average. Um, so I'm like, in my mind, if I'm making more than like four, five, six, seven sales in a day, like I've already doubled what I've used to. So I think. Uh, I, okay. But wait, here's a of, question. Here, here's my question to you. Cause I know you're a numbers girl. Does it make sense with time though? Have you done that equation for yourself? I don't want to do spoilers because I want to talk because okay. I'm well, now on the video on it. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say, um, I mean, I, I, I'm definitely not afraid to talk numbers, but um, let's just say, so now I'm on posh license, spoiling alert, jumping ahead of the gun. Yeah. But um, in one full week, I think it was the last, was it last full week? The last week that I did um, on Posh Lives, I think I did three or four lives. I made more in that week than I did in a month as a part-time reseller. Hey, then. So but it's worth posh. it. <laughs> that was on Posh. Whatnot is a whole different story. So back to fizzling out. Fourth of July is done over. Um, September hit. I was, I was trying. I was still trying. I was still making some sales. I think I ended up averaging like maybe 100 a show, um, which wasn't horrible but then at that point the time commitment I'm like this is not worth my time anymore um whereas you know something around four to five hundred dollars for sales yeah that's that's great for me um some people might look down at that and be like oh, only four or five hundred dollars wasting my time <laughs> girl no this I mean but, it was so but great. you're doing it, it so four or five times a week making that amount of money so yeah well not every well on whatnot it wasn't always like that no, but I'm posh yes so, um, it's September, it fizzled. And then we went on a road trip actually towards the end of September, we did a Northeastern road trip. Um, and then I got back and I tried whatnot again in October girl, 
dead. Dead as a doorknob. Like I did two shows. So that week when I made more on Posh Lives and I did an entire month part-time reselling, I tried two whatnot shows that week too. One show, I sold $10. The next show, I sold $25 worth of kids items only. And all of those items that I sold in that, that the kids items that sold in that show, all the women's and men's items that I had in that, I turned around and put it on a Posh Live later that day. They all sold. That's such a that's such a good compare and contrast. That's actually like my next part of the question I want to ask is to compare and contrast them. That that right there shows you what the buyer pool is like from one platform to the other. That you were yeah. able to take the items that didn't sell and whatnot, put them on posh and sell them out. And it's not because they're bad items. It's just the the audience isn't there. Like, I mean, I, I know what's good and what's not good. And these are items that like, you know, I got from the bins. I had low cost of goods. Could If I took the time, could I, and waited, I could make more money on my own. Or I could just do this as a quick flip. Like, um, you know, start everything at a very enticing low amount, like $5 starts is what I did. Um, and all of those items that didn't sell and whatnot, I was going to start them on whatnot at $5 too. turn around, put them on Poshmark. Yes, I'm making a little bit less with fees really not that much different. Um, but then turn around, started in my $5, but then my average selling price ended up being closer to like anywhere from like 12 to $15 per item. So I mean, it, I was like, okay, well, after that last week, my last shot at whatnot, I was like, uh, all right, I know where to direct my time now. And so. I think that's the most important thing to realize and to do as, as a seller, as a business owner is to try all the things. Right. And then it, Mm-hmm. What that might still be working for people, and that's great. But like for you, it just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense to be focusing your energy there anymore. And I think the mm-hmm. most, I think the most important thing when it comes to making those comparisons is realizing where do you want to focus your time and energy on? Because no matter what, whether you're doing a live show on Poshmark or a live show on whatnot, they all require the same type of prep. They all require mm-hmm. the same kind of everything nothing changes besides the platform that you're selling it on now yes Poshmark is still in beta so they don't have bundling and they don't have some of these other things that might take up a little bit more time but those are things that you know are going to be rectified in the upcoming weeks they've already right. said into November bundling is going to be a thing they're just working out some kinks you know people have right. this expectation that coding takes two seconds and that everything should work that's not how mm-hmm. coding works. Like this no. is how it works. Girl, oh, coding. Don't get me started on programming. That was like my worst class in college. Programming like, oh, is difficult. And when you are and when you're like, I mean, Poshmark, yes, they've been around for a long time. They're established, but their teams really aren't that big. They're still no. like in this weird in-between phase, right? And they have to figure out how, like, what are we doing? Like what the sellers are doing now? Like we know it's an issue, but how are they working around it? How are they making it the most efficient possible? So for me, like in my posh shows, I do bundling. Yes, it's a little bit of a pain in the ass for me. Honestly, it maybe takes five to 10 minutes waiting for, you know, just replies for the comments. But honestly, it's also a blessing in disguise because it gives me a way to market my closet further. Like if you wanted to, um, you know, I, I you purchase two items, we're going to create you a custom bundle. So you only pay for shipping one time were you interested in anything else in my closet to you know get more bang for your buck most of the time most people are going in there and finding more items which has been amazing so just taking the time to actually treat your customers like real people shocker (laughs) and Mm -hmm. get some customer service um you know they, they 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 do they they check out your closet they like what what you have and then you end up having repeat buyers they come again they come again because you um take the time to just provide that customer service like that. And if somebody else doesn't do it, that's what sets you apart too. So 100%. yes, it does take me, 
it takes me whatever I would say on average 10 minutes per, per custom bundle while trying to be like hey is there anything else you're interested in okay let me create this for you double check um and then once that sale goes through once that like a, the custom bundle sale goes through that I make for them basically I just do screenshots of what they buy um I write a quick description it's really easy once that sale goes through then I just cancel out like the um the auctioned items so if they got two um, then I just cancel out those two other sales. It, it, it sounds complicated, but it's really not, especially once you get into a groove of it. And people appreciate that you're willing to like, just take a little bit of time to save them money. And closet sorry, clear out for all. Sorry, this is pro tip, pro tip alert. <laughs> if you do it on um, a Friday or a Sunday, these are closet clear out days. So you can actually price it a little bit higher, make it to where you're dropping it 10% to their buy price and they get $4, $4.99 in discount and shipping. They love you even more for it. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's smart. I was like, I, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I want this when I'm at auctions or something. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's on Poshmark too. So sorry. Pro tip for you guys. No, that's, that's, that's a really good tip. I think you you nailed it when you said it's all about providing the customer service. Because at the end of the day, you are a store. You are an establishment. You own this yeah. business. And your customer people are not people are not used to that I guess I would say in the traditional online selling sense right like with with us mm -hmm. on Poshmark and eBay where now we have this live selling component people are getting to see the face and get to know the person and really get to know the personality mm -hmm. behind it they're forming a relationship in that way and then you're extending that relationship by having these conversations with them exactly so thank you so much for your purchases I really appreciate it if there's anything else that you would like or that you've been looking at in my closet or you're interested in like let me know or work mm -hmm. something out for you. I'll get you the best price that I can get you and, yep. you know, go from there. And I think that's, that's really key. And that's something that you can't get from whatnot because on mm -mm. Poshmark, and this is the number one thing that was so excited when I heard Poshmark was going to be doing live sales is I already have a closet of all the things mm -hmm. in it and I can add that more to be sold. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I can that's add all more of the things that I want. And then guess what? If they don't sell, I don't care because I hit a button. Yep. And now it's, it's still, it's still available to list. Yep. Yep. You hit that, hit that nail right on the head because that's what I, that's what I was telling my friends too. When we found out like Posh Live was coming on to my reseller friends that I'm close with. Um, we like, I'm like, I would prefer Poshmark because I'm already established on it. Like you're saying, I already have a closet full of amazing items um, that, you know, when they were doing their whole algorithm thing, things got lost. It's not like they're bad items. They just get lost in it. Um, and I was selling items that, you know, have been sitting for four or five months and, and, and new items. So I, I do my daily listings. I can add them into my show. Half of it already sells. The other half, it just stays it just stays in my closet till somebody buys it naturally, or I rerun it into another show. There's always like, it's a, it's a ever like revolving door, like in New York, you know, those doors are, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know. Uh, 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 of, um, of buyers and there's people always coming and going. I do. I am, you know, getting a lot of, uh, of loyal customers too, like repeat buyers, because I think it is the connection thing. That is something that it's not, it's not for everybody. Everybody could do it. Um, but it, I know it doesn't vibe with everybody's personality to put yourself like, and I am a little vulnerable, like on Friday, I was telling Dan Daniela about this before we hopped on, I did my, I did a $5 Friday sale and, um, I, you know, already committed to that. I already had my stuff lined up earlier that morning. Um, I had to rush my dog to the hospital cause she was throwing up blood and, um, I was emotional, but I still like had a show to put on. 
but I was just honest about it. I'm like, Hey, look, my vet is going to call me at lunchtime. Like my show ran from 11 to one. Um, I was like, I might just have to pop away for a few minutes. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I really hope you understand. And genuinely, if people don't, then I kind of don't want to like, you know, have them be my customer if they can't understand a simple human thing. Um, and thankfully, I do have a few of my friends that they're my unofficial moderators. Like, basically, they come and they help me keep up with like requests, um, help answer questions because they know, uh, you know, how quickly I ship. They know measurements. They know how to go into a listing and find it for me to answer a question. Usually, the $5 sales are different. But, anyways, um, my friends will come in there and help mod. So they'll like, keep uh, take over the chat while I have to step away which was so sweet but but I've had people you know now it's now Monday and they came and they're like hey how's your dog like how was your weekend Aww. and it's just so sweet that like I'm like thank you so much. thank you thank you for checking and I'm like I, I think that, that it's a good benefit like yes you see all these Poshmark profiles but it's different to build a relationship with somebody and know the quality of their character and makes you want to be a repeat buyer with them too. Like, I'm like, look, I, I can't always ship out same day. I'm like, I'll ship out as quick as I can. Usually if it's not same day, it's usually next day, but it's just me running the show. Like, you know, it, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. There's a lot of shipping to be done. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. will get done, but just know that it's just me doing this. So um, I, I just work as quick as I can. And uh, most people are very understanding about that, which is, well, it's just, it's been amazing. Yeah. And, been and I amazing. think the other part too, with, ship, with shipping is we're not Amazon. I think it's hard sometimes as sellers to, to reiterate that to ourselves. Like we're not prime shipping. Yeah. That's not what this is. How many times do you order something online and they're like, it will be there within five to seven days. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Okay. What are, what are you going to complain and say, no, I want it tomorrow? Like, that's not going to happen. You're going yep. to ship it when they ship it. Sometimes it's a week later and you're going to get yep. it when you get it. Now, do we try to be really good about it? Yeah, of course. You want to ship between, you know, that three-day window is usually the goal for everyone. But sometimes right. it's just not possible. I had a buyer reach out to me last night. She bought a pair of um, Bottega Veneta sandals that I sourced Ooh. at Nordstrom Rack. Okay, when they had their crazy sale, they were oh. part of 60% off sale. Don't know how that happened, but it happened. Um, I paid $72. That was my cost of goods, which was really good. They're a current style, still still selling online for $790. I accepted an offer that was a little lower than what I wanted, but I made money. So no I, I'm not going to complain. I don't have the box. I don't have the dust bag. Like there are certain things you have to let go of. She right. reached out to me and said, I bought from you before and I really appreciate your customer service. I'm out of town and I will not be back until Friday or Saturday. Can you mm-hmm. please ship this item out when late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning? Okay. Like I'm going to do that for them. You know what I mean? Like yep. it, it is, it is what it is. Will it hurt me a little bit? Yeah, I guess. And the percentages, I don't care. I don't care. Right. Oh, was it on eBay? On eBay. Oh, I thought it was Poshmark. Because Poshmark, like, yeah. Because Poshmark, it's fine. Poshmark. But on eBay, it's going to, it's going to hurt uh, me a little. Um, but I want to do what the buyer wants. I'm not going to send exactly. it out tomorrow. That's not fair to her. She's not going to be home. They're an expensive shoe. She paid it's over five time of year for them. Too. Like, mm-hmm. it, I understand. Gotta be careful. Yeah. No, no, so, I agree too. I had somebody um, on Poshmark asked about that too during a live. They're like, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be out of town until like the next week. It was like 
a Friday and they weren't going to be back till the next Friday. And um, I just, I would, based on where I live in Virginia, and I think they were like on the other coast, I was like, you know, that usually takes two to three business days. I'm like, I can ship it out for you on Wednesday, but that works that way. Like it'll be there when you get there. And she was like, yeah, that's perfect. And I, I mean, it is kind of not annoying, but it was just weird just having one box sitting off to the side, (laughs) like a post-it note send out on Wednesday. Um, but I did that for her. She got it and it came in time and she looked really nice. Um, a note, uh, what is it? A love note on Poshmark, but, um, but it's just simple things like that. Like, yes, you know, for eBay, like I wish they didn't have that, but like, yes, you have to take a hit sometimes, um, or in different regards, like, yes, you have to, um, be willing to give up 10, 15 minutes out of your day to create a custom bundle Mm -hmm. for somebody. But like, this is the job that you signed up for. Like, this is, this is recently it's customer service, but it's, it's, there's pros and cons to everything, but at the end of the day, it's such a flexible job. Like I, I have no room to complain for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I just think it's interesting too, to just see the evolution of all this over even just the last month, because I think when Posh shows came out, everyone anticipated it to be awful. I didn't, I anticipated it. Mm-hmm. I, I, had, I had a low bar. My bar was low, but it wasn't like it's going to be awful. It was, I didn't think it was going to be bad. I was like, I, I was, I, neither no. did I, I was like, there's going to be kinks. But yeah. I think it's going to be good because of the buyer pool. And then when mm-hmm. I actually watched the first one, and I was like, oh my God, this is so much better than I ever anticipated it being on Poshmark. I think the aesthetic is perfect. I think it's mm-hmm. exactly what it needs to. I think now it's even better than what it was day one when it came out. I like that the feed doesn't move as quickly now. Like they're, oh. they're really focusing yeah. on the things that are going to be easier for the buyer and the seller. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I don't think you can do now, but hopefully something they can do in the future is pulling items from your closet live. Like, let's say someone's like, I really like yeah. this piece in your closet. And I know it'll make things complicated because you'd have to go get that piece, but there's gotta be a way, something where maybe like you can specify certain items that you're willing to pull. Like there's gotta, like, we gotta creatively think about this with Poshmark and give them ideas of mm-hmm. like, okay, these items are in here, but I think people might be interested in them because of the theme of my show so right. how, how can I star them basically for customers and say, Hey, these items are in the show, but they're ready to go. If you want them, I can right. pull them for you and we can put them in. Like I can do the quick ad, but like, there's gotta be something in terms of analytics to make it easier. Right. No, I understand. So like, I agree. Like, so they cap you at 50 items, which is kind of weird. Uh, but they cap you at only 50 items for sale. I guess it makes sense. Like you can't be going all day. <laughs> well, I think, um, I do think that's smart on their part. Cause it will help with the servers. Because it will make servers crash. Yeah, true. I mean, so there's that. But if you leave it less than 50, you can add live. So it is a little bit of a pain right now. If you have two devices. So I am like right now we're talking on my iPad. Um, So I like to stream from my iPad and then I have my phone Um, and I will hop into my phone. Like if like so today I had um, um, I had some new items, but I had some items already on the rack. So I had to go back in and add them into the show. There's a few items that I forgot. So all I had to do was um, on my phone, like I'm live. I'm like, oh, I forgot to add this. Let me add it in real quick. I get on my phone, go to my closet, type in, use a search bar. And then I just share it to my show live and it pops up into your store. And then huh, you okay. can do that. So I could do that with any of any of my items. On, I mean, I've had actually people be like, hey, um, what's this Lulu's jumpsuit? Um, like, can I see that live? And I'm like, oh, I don't have it live. They're like, oh, I know it's in your closet can you go and get it? And I was like, Oh, well, I can get it in a few minutes. Let me just get through these requests. Like with, with the store mm-hmm. It's in a few rooms. You'll have to give me like a minute or two, but I can grab it for you. Um, and I've had, I mean, sometimes people just want to see stuff live. It doesn't always go through, but I've had a lot of times where people are like, Oh, that's perfect. Can you, tr-? okay. This is something that I love about live shows. And if you're willing to do it, I try on items like okay. jackets, 
sweaters, cardigans, and it can really help sell your items. People really appreciate that and enjoy it. And it just gives you a whole, that's the point of the video of, of a live stream. It's like, it, it gives you a different aspect than like your two-dimensional um, shopping already. Like one, interacting with the seller and two, like being able to see it on or, you know, get measurements or just see it in that, that street, like that video format just really helps to sell some items um, to see a flow or how the sleeves hang or whatever it may be. Um, but that's something that I enjoy. I'm like, you know, I'm typically an extra small, small, but um, this is an oversized small. It could really fit a women's large. Let me show you. And I will, I mean, I don't take like, like if I, <laughs> I put a sweater this on. This is rating G guys. Okay. <laughs> I, this is another pro tip. If you do this and you're worried just see yourself off the camera, take the sweater <laughs> off. So no shirt, you know, it's not that kind of show. <laughs> This isn't OnlyFans, all right? No, yes, no. This is Poshmark Live. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are so many benefits to the um, to Poshmark doing everything now. I don't know. I just, I am very excited to see the development of it and like how it progresses until the end of the year. Because I think what we have right now is a very basic, rudimentary, like live selling. You could probably get the same thing on Facebook. You know what I mean? But the analytics part of it to me is very exciting because now I pull my analytics into a different program, but the analytics I can easily see on Poshmark regardless. So now everything is being pulled from my closet. Everything is automatically selling on this platform. I've got all the data to gather together. Like that's really key because I can go into insights just to briefly see like what's been selling over the last month. If I know that I've been live selling three times a week, every, you know, every week for the last three months, I can kind of get a good gauge into like what categories are selling on this platform, what brands are selling, what does the price point look like? Like we have that ability now on Poshmark. So that's exciting to me. Mm -hmm. I love it. I mean, that's what I've been doing too. Like ever since I've done, uh, I mean, just looking at the closet insights, like and when I know that I started like the first day that I started was October 20th was my first live and I've been doing at least four a week ever since then. Um, but now I'm going to stick to, I think I'm going to stick with the schedule. Like if people want to come in and watch me, I'm on, um, it'll be like 11 AM Eastern time, Monday through Friday, um, is when I'll, when I'll be on posh lives. I just want to stick with like a consistent schedule. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I started doing lives, like just the graph, like the graph of just like my my, you know, three to five sales a day. Some days I didn't have any sales. And then it went like it shot up and it just maintained like hundreds and hundreds of dollars above. And I'm like, I feel so grateful. Like, I mean, I really hope this isn't a wave, like whatnot, because this could be, this could be life-changing for a lot of people. Um, what would you say is selling the best for you? Because you know, ooh. people are listening that have tried live sales and they're like, it just doesn't work for me. They don't, people don't want my items. That's not true. Um, I think, I mean, there is, I mean, you can't just expect, I mean, well, honestly, I mean, you could pop on for 30 minutes and sell a few items. Sure. Um, but you know, for me, I think my sweet spot is around like an hour and a half to two hours. Um, but you know, some, depending on the items, depends on your start price. Honestly, it depends on the item. You, I mean, you know how reselling is that, you know, just cause you have a good brand doesn't mean it's going to sell well. Cause it might not be in the best condition or it's not the right size. Like it really, it, it I, this isn't the right answer people want to hear, but it does take many years to really build that foundation of reselling knowledge to know what sells well and what doesn't. Um, and then really, I mean, and then it's all about your cost of goods. Like if you're buying something for $50, don't sell it for 20, especially if it's valued at more than that, you know, just know. because 
you know, when here comes the thing, Brittany, that I think people need to realize is your sourcing matters even more when you're doing live selling. What type of items are you going to source for your live sales? What is that going to look like for you? Mm -hmm. What are you willing to invest and what are you willing to get? Because it's going to be a different profit margin. You cannot anticipate to sell Mm -hmm. that same pair of Madewell jeans that you can consistently sell for 50 to $60 for that Mm -hmm. same price point on an, on an auction. Cause you're not. Mm-mm. But Poshmark is more like your normal sales, though. It I is. will say that too. Like, so I do a little bit of both. Um, so I do like so right now for like this week's schedule, it might be different when you guys listen to this, but like, you know, Monday, uh, today I did like a fall and winter mix. I ended up selling, I only sold seven items, but my gross sales was over $300. Like for I sold a Jenny Kane sweater for $75, which is about an average for that. Um, that sweater style particular. I just happened to get the right buyer that came in, loved that item, and she bought it. Like it was an or like an organic buyer. It's really interesting too to go through people's profiles and see who's like people that have like less than a hundred listings. Like they're just organic Poshmark buyers and they're sweet. Um, so I only so seven items was still sold over a three hundred dollars gross sales. Um, the Friday previous to that, um, I did my five dollar Friday. So things started at five dollars, which means if you guys aren't familiar, there's a two dollar ninety five cent fee for anything less than fifteen dollars on Poshmark. So five dollars, I'm really only getting two bucks out of that. So if I want to make money, I need to be having my cost of goods probably be at least half that. So my last Friday show, I got all my items came from a bundle sale. Each item was like a little under a dollar per item. Um, all of my, all 50 items sold. Um, and my average selling price was around $15 per item. Um, and, you know, yes, I started at five, but it came up all the way from five to it, it tripled um, from what I started it at because it might be a little bit more enticing for people. There's more people willing to battle it out with each other um, for the item because they really like it. Um, and then also, so by the end of that show, I also am willing to do bundles for people, the customer service we were talking about. Um, there's a benefit to that. Yes, it's a pain in the butt, but you can also market your closet. And so I think I had three additional people that they, they bought multiple items. I'm already creating them a custom bundle. They then went ahead and went to my closet and found more items. Um, the one lady I'm thinking about off the top of my head, she got three items and it ended up adding to the gross sales a hundred dollars. She added a hundred dollars oh. on top of like $118 um, from the auction and stuff. So I got an extra hundred dollars from just another person being like, Oh, I like this, this, and this, like I'm moving soon. I'm changing wardrobe, whatever it is. Typically that's not like it. I would say you will usually get like a, maybe an extra item or two in your bundle. Um, and I usually try to like, you know, get a decent price for them, but like letting them know that I can't, you know, yes, this is a $5 sale, but everything in my closet cannot start at $5. Right. So just right. let me know what you're interested in and I will let you know the best, the best price I can do. And if you can't do that, that's totally fine. I don't want to ever make people feel pressured to buy, but I also don't want to cheat myself, cheat myself out of my own business, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that's the difference between the buyer pool though, right? Like on Poshmark, people anticipate to pay 30 plus dollars on something. Mm-hmm. So yep. when you're having these special sales and then kind of reiterating like this is a really special sale today that these this is my sale I do every Friday on these specific items if you want anything in my closet just like you said like the price point's gonna be different I can still get you a really good deal but not gonna be the yeah. five starts that's not how this works right but you'll be able to save on that shipping though because yeah. you already started a bundle so yeah <laughs> and then do it on closet clear out day smart cookie over here exactly Fun tell me nice. about before we were recording you were talking about sharing items from your friends. Can you explain that? 
Sure. Um, so that is something that I do. This is something that I'm like, has always irked me about Poshmark. They're like, we're a, a, a social platform. We're all about sharing and community building. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, share to parties for what? Like, I mean, it sounds very selfish, but like, what is, it's not going to, one, it's not going to do anything for me and my business. And two, right. it's not going to do anything for you. Like people don't shop from that main, that main screen on platform. Oh. However, now this is something where, they are actually like putting their money where their mouth is kind of thing. In my opinion, um, you can actually share the posh love. Um, so for me and the way that I go about doing this is some of my friends that I know and I trust they're, they're trustworthy resellers. I do know them. I know they're going to be shipping out their items. They are legitimate items. I can't yeah. just share anybody willy nilly because there's some, you know, not great items on Poshmark. <laughs> um, but um, usually they're like my unofficial moderators. So basically they'll come in um, and help me keep up with requests, answer questions. Um, you know, if somebody doesn't know how to click into a listing yet and like read the measurements or read material, they'll do that for me and answer it while I'm running the item. So they're, they're helping me. They're spending their time with me. You can do this on whatnot, but there was no way to really repay your friends unless you were willing to pay them leg legitimately or just like hope right. that they would do it out of the kindness of their heart which I have friends and they would anyway but now with posh lies I sound, I sound like I'm promoting posh like I'm I swear I'm not <laughs> I just think it's great I think they're finally putting their money where their mouth is um you can share anybody's listing to your posh live and run it live and um but the the only catch is is they have to be present to be able to set their own price and set the auction time. So basically it just pops up. It's a little white screen. It says, um, you know, my friend Macy from blue consignment. So she like sold, I think it was a sweater today. Um, you know, you can see her normal listing price. She has it at whatever, $65. Somebody's interested. I remind them, like, I don't physically have this in person. It's going to be shipped out from, you know, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, you know, but you can click in the list and you can see everything. Um, she's here helping me moderate. It's the least I can do to show the posh love um, is try to help her sell a few of her items. Um, and it's, you know, I have a few friends items too. People can search from. Um, so I will request to auction. There's a button down there um, and then it'll pop up. She can set her price. She sets it at whatever, $23 and for 45 seconds. So people can browse the listing. It runs. And if it sells, it just goes to her Poshmark account. So she's able to interact with people in the comments. Um, you know, she wins, the customer wins. Um, it's like an actual way to build the community. Mm. I like, you know, with my friends, like I know that they also bundle, they also do same or next day shipping. Um, and then they're getting repeat buyers for my shows. And then we all kind of do that in all of our lives because we all do live shows. So it's um, my friend, um, so Macy from Blue Consignment, Chelsea Sunshine, and then um, a friend that I met on Whatnot, her name's Amber, Amber Sproul. Um, anyways, if you guys go to my lives, you'll see them in there. They're <laughs> always, um, actually, I've actually made another friend too. I forgot her name's Britton. She's, I went to the bins with her in Virginia. Um, and she was actually in just one of my recent, um, my recent videos too, but anyways, it's just really, this is what I love. So whatnot was great about building community, but there wasn't really a way to give back to yeah. them for helping, like give all that time. So now I can just advertise two or three of their listings at the end of my store. And if somebody's interested, I can run it, give them the details on it. Um, and I sell a lot of my friend's items. That's like today I, I sold, you know, you could do that. I think that's great. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's amazing. I sold two of Chelsea's items. I sold, I think, one of Macy's and one of Amber's. Like, and then I also sold seven items. Well, that's the thing. We all have different followers. We all have different people that come into our closets for different things. And you never, you're going to reach a different buyer pool. And now you, now she may have another buyer who's going to come into her closet more often to buy things or go into her live shows. Like, I just think that's just a great way. That's how you truly build community, right? Exactly. Where with whatnot, yes, they were building a community, but it was almost like a false positive. Like, but was it really community? I don't know. Because how else do you really show community besides interacting in someone's show? For me, yeah, it was interacting and it was really just giving time. So like I made a few, I feel like a, a handful of like really close friends from whatnot now and like you know we text occasionally or yeah. um like you know amber's like one of my closer closer friends now too and she helps me moderate and like we all kind of uh what is the word <laughs> um migrated over to poshmark and so now we're doing that for each other there um especially in the beginning with poshmark lives like the comments were so overwhelming it was so hard to see so like we would know like put emojis and then put the request numbers and then yeah. emojis and then they would see it better but um on whatnot yeah there's there was no really way to really thank them um and like to do something like that and then this is something on posturing that makes them unique um but also um it, it i feel like they're actually embracing that social aspect now with posh lives that they've been preaching for a long time that i really i, I never really felt that from poshmark until now with their yeah. lives I'm, I'm optimistic about it. I think, and then like your experience of it too, because things have evolved so much with um, live selling. I think we can see kind of where most of us probably will fall when it comes to live selling and where we're probably a little more comfortable with. And I feel like in terms of buyer pool and higher average selling price seems to be Poshmark right now. I'm sure that will change when eBay comes out with their live selling. That's going to change the game even more because now you've tapped into international markets and you can basically go live whatever the hell you want because people are awake at all different hours i know that's like that's that's cool but it's also kind of scary at the same overwhelming (laughs) that's like overwhelming audience i know oh my goodness i mean i'm sure they're gonna do it but i mean to think about like you know i've you know in a week i'm making what i was making in a month part-time reselling right um and if I, and like I, all of my other friends too, like, you know, all of our, our little, whatever group that we have, um, they've also seen this like very similar in sale, like in their numbers too. So it's consistent, like there's enough like buyers for everybody. Honestly, we all have different items. We all have different audiences. Like you were saying, um, it's, uh, it's a game changer. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, I wish you could see Brittany's face. Cause she's just so excited. She's so happy. It's- <laughs> I, it, it really I mean it, just to know like all those I don't know it's well let, let, it's let me ask you this question where do you see the trend of life selling going like where, where do you see it going in a year from now let, let's go small a year because I don't think we can look too far ahead because we don't know like we have no idea mm-hmm. how life selling is going to really develop in the U.S. market I think right. the markets it's just been around for so much longer and it's developed into the the, the norm I don't know mm-hmm. if that will happen here because 
we are very um, Amazon dependent in this country. Mm -hmm. We're like, you search what you want, you click it, you buy it, you're done. Right. So where do you see that going here? Um, okay, so I, I think people might get afraid of this though too. Like they think, I don't know. Um, normal reselling is not going away. I don't think that's going away. It's not going to go away ever. I still have so many organic sales and honestly, life sales has, um, it has brought more traffic to my closet. I mean, honestly, it really has. Um, so I've been making more sales, not during my lives, but then also during my lives, um, versus before I even started doing lives, you can still make plenty of amazing sales. Obviously we've been doing it for years and years, but it's just another aspect to what you can do to make, it's like a new platform really, but it's on a platform that you already use. So it's kind of like a, a two for one, like it's a, it's such a win-win situation. Um, I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, I think I feel like whatnot is going to step it, like try to like make a comeback within the next year, like, and actually like work on maybe their marketing for actual organic buyers. I don't know how they're going to do that. I'm not a marketing major. I don't know, <laughs> mm -hmm. but they got to figure it out if they want to compete. Um, Poshmark's amazing because they've been around for a long time. And um, I feel like it, it's the audience on there too, is very receptive to it because it's, I feel like it's, I don't know if it's that stereotype very much as, predominantly women mm -hmm. <laughs> that are buying I think a lot of us are online um shoppers versus men it'll be interesting to see if what eBay does it'll be exciting if eBay does do it because of I mean how many freaking people go on eBay but it also makes me I don't know if they like if eBay were to do it I don't think they could have they would have to have a chat feature I just feel like that one like you're going to have to have moderators because I feel like there's just going to be not great people. It'll be, be interesting to see how they, how they evolve it all. But yeah, I agree with you. I think traditional selling is always going to be a thing. And I think live yeah. selling is just going to keep taking different forms and we're just going to yeah. have to learn to adapt to it or you don't, and you don't do it at all. Just don't do it. You don't have to. You're it's still going to make sales. Like mm -hmm. you, yeah, you don't have to do it. I do really think, I mean, it does, I don't, uh, anybody can do it, but the realist in you, like you do have to have the right personality, like to do well, just because of the time that we live in, um, people's attention spans are so short. So if you don't have like an engaging personality or something engaging going on visually in your show, but that also, also, that doesn't mean like scream at people and get them to buy, buy, buy. Cause those shows, like, I can't deal with those. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just all about connection. Like it, it, be, even at that, like you don't have to be super engaging for everybody, but just have be engaging for your audience. They will find you. Yeah. Um, and, and the beauty about Poshmark, it's just, it, it, there's just so many people coming in and going in. It's just different times, different days, and more people are finding the app and then they click on it. Just, mm -hmm. it's going to continue to evolve. And, and I do think it is the way of the future, just because we're such visual creatures, period. Like YouTube is a thing and TikTok is a thing. And it's like, it's all, that's just where everything's headed, like is video format. Um, so I, if you want to start trying it and dabbling in it, I would suggest it. Um, but I, I, you're still going to make plenty of sales without doing it. Like it's not a necessity, I don't think. But I really enjoy it. <laughs> it's well, fine. I, I enjoy it. <laughs> well, it's good. I'm glad. And this insight was definitely helpful and it was a different perspective on it all. So thank you, Brittany, for coming on and chatting and talking about this with me and spending over a half hour talking to me before we started recording because we oh, haven't talked in a really long time I know girl life life is crazy I know life. life is hard life is hard but we need to chat more often we gotta we have to fit it into our schedules we were better about it before we need to get better about it now girl I know 
I know. You will. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully this episode was helpful to you. I will leave um, Brittany's information in the show notes, which is just her YouTube channel. That's fine. Go go subscribe. Go subscribe. Go follow her on Poshmark. Watch her shows. Do all that fun stuff. And we will be back next week with another episode. Bye. Bye.